The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Good after morning, ladies and Tonys. You're listening to the Pig Athletic Club podcast, the Pack Podcast, episode 107. If this is your first time joining us, we are the Pig Athletic Club, a touring rugby club and reformed meme media platform for the players. We're simply here to make rugby great again, one meme at a time. My name is Yona, and joining me is Ironside from Sydney and Tony Tony, all the way from Wynnum, his new place. How you going, Tony? Whoa, Tony, don't be telling me I'm from Wynnum, bro. I'm Manly, bro. Oh, well, sorry, man. Manly, bro. Wynnum, Manly, same <laughs> thing, same thing. Two blokes from Manly. Oh, wow. Two no, there's, Manly there's, chat. Yeah, just a couple of blokes from Manly. Uh, I'm from the I'm poor man's Manly, but <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, look, here we are. <laughs> how's it been, mate? How's the, how's the new place going? <sighs> mate, it's, um, it's almost like I'm in my own little, in my own little compound. I like it. It's... Um, I mean, the neighbours are too nice. I want to come and say hello to you, but I wouldn't wouldn't care if I didn't speak to them for thirty years. Um, but hey, look, I'm just different, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ironside went over to the Budgie Smugglers' most ordinary rig competition on the weekend to support our boys. How was it, Ironside? Yeah, it was good, good, good little fun uh, weekend. Um, made me my, like. Don't get me wrong, my rig, rig is very ordinary, but. Um, Made me feel better about having an ordinary rig, a bit of body, body positivity, yeah. um, which was nice. But um, wouldn't be speaking to get too, too, too soon, mate. They, uh, you're lucky they didn't fucking get you in a bit of a repercharge wildcard. <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was walking around the boat um, on the Friday, and I, people kept asking me they didn't know me if I was competing. So that was a bit demoralising. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. <laughs> It was a good weekend. Um, Reg, uh, Reg, Reg, I thought was very strong. Um, There was calls that he was robbed, but um, you know, all good competitors. Um, Pretty much everyone there had something to do with rugby. Um, Some new faces, some funny interactions, but no, good weekend. Um, Was hurting up until about lunchtime today from the weekend. Yeah, no, we were good on budgies putting it on. Yeah, were you in Spain without the S? Actually, I was going to ask. The end, I was in pains. Uh, Frini and I were uh, in that position last year, and uh, we went kick-ons with Dave. Did he? Uh, I saw that he was on the tables again. Did he get kicked out? And you um, kindly pretend like you didn't see him get kicked out. Did you do the same thing? Well, <laughs> well, from, well, from, um, from, I didn't see him get kicked out, but. I, he kept saying, let's go Bondi, let's go Bondi, which for people that don't know Sydney, it's on the opposite side. And I was like, sweet, man, I'll go, happy, whatever. We're we're in this together. I've gone to the toilet and um, I've come back and he's gone. And then I've called him and he's yeah. him a few oh, times. Oh, no. Where are you? I was oh, like, oh, no, I've got to go out Manly again. Fuck. <laughs> Damn, I'm at Manly now. Damn. Me, me and oh, Nasty okay. last no, time we were down he, there. We um we saw Dave get kicked out, and um, then he was trying to get in, and we were just pretending we couldn't see him. Oh. And then uh, <laughs> he had so many chances to get off the table. Finally, get into a cab and go home. Uh, but shout out to Dave. Uh, we'll miss you, mate. Uh, hope you're having fun at your dinner. Okay, let's get into our finger Tonys. Who, who are you grateful for this week? Who are you thanking this week, boys? Um, big thank you to. Well, I, I guess we just um, went through it, but um. Yeah, thanks to 
thanks to Budgies, yeah. first of all, for sneaking me on the boat on the Friday to go to daft work, which was fun. Um, but, yeah, Danny and Reg getting around me. Um, the brokes from fucking um, Bloody Brilliant Beers were good good fun. Um, lots of good things I had to say about um, Pig Athletic. Um, nothing good to say about Ryan. <laughs> Shock horror. Um, but, yeah, no, just thanks to, that, thanks, to, thanks to everyone involved in my Friday and Saturday. Very grateful. Grateful. Bless up. Yeah. 100. I'm glad you um, forced um, Charlie Gamble to put on a pack tea. So thanks for that, mate. Uh, the, the admins are uh, thankful for that. Um, my thank you, Tony. Goes <laughs> send, to, send him uh, a pack down. Send him a pack yeah, down. Yeah, I will. My thank you, Tony's go to um, the Wallaroos coach. Um, yes. He's done a good job. He's uh, and Sioni Fukafuka. Yep. They've done a pretty good job, I reckon, um, with the cards that have been dealt. And, um, Both full time teachers. Just fucking Hamish McLennan taking all the money at the top. Um, I guess yeah, they, they, they've done good with the budget they've got, and they've they've fucking improved a lot in the last couple of years, especially. Yeah. Um. So my thank you, Danny goes to whatever his name is. <laughs> and Sione Pukapuka. Yeah, Sione. Yeah, who Sione just signed uh, to take on the head coaching role with USA Rugby as well, the women's program. So shout out to uh, Sione for that. Um, yeah. And mentioning when you mentioned Hamish McLennan, did you see the news that just broke? Uh, he, uh, the media caught him. As he arrived uh, home from France, yes, yeah. Did you see his interview? He also what got happened? interviewed by um, Stan Sports as well. They kind of ripped into him, but I want to see the whole sort of interview. Um, but it was good that they didn't really go easy on him. They're kind of ripping into him because he's he's not taking the blame. They were like asking him, uh, "Do you take the blame?" Like you know, when they sacked Rennie, he was like, "Oh yeah, this is my doing. I've, we finally got the man we wanted. We got Eddie." But now he's saying, "Oh no, no, it was a board's decision." Now he's kind of uh, reversing, but he's not. He said he's not going to. He's not going to step down. He's not a quitter. Well, I find it a cowardly act, though, that he wouldn't just. Um, he wouldn't sit in front of like a few TV cameras and uh, answer a few questions because yeah. um, if there was like, oh, he's holding a press conference, I reckon we could get some credentials because you know some genuine questions to be asked of him. Yeah, and that, that mate, I think that mate, some they won't go fa- they won't go far enough. Mate, hundred percent. I've I'm, um, I'm I've been listening to this uh, podcast on Iran and uh, and it's about the Middle East. And um, it's about to do all things, you know, with the Middle East and the history. And, and you know how Iraq um, had Saddam Hussein and they finally, they finally caught him. They fight, the public finally caught him and they fucking hung him. And that's what I reckon could happen here. Stand up, Australia. We need to find him. And we need to make him, we need to make him answer some questions. And if he doesn't, I'm sorry, uh, mate. Whatever happens, happens. I can just mate. imagine when. Well, they... that's funny you bring that up, Ryan, because I'm listening to another podcast and it's about um, American integration techniques. And I tell you what, waterboarding, waterboarding yes, is a very good option. That, that's exactly what I was about to say. I'm saying, we, we, I mean, like Hamish, you know, that's a bit rough. Me, me saying um, we should do the Saddam Hussein treatment. But um, we definitely need to at least waterboard it. <laughs> I can just imagine Freeney doing the old Trump dance after. We got him. We got him. 
and just like tell us everything you know, Hamish. And who was it? Who was it that got rid of Rennie and Pennedy? Was it you? And he's go, I'm, I'm, I'm a. <laughs> Oh, oh far out. Uh, no, look, look. I'm, I'm, I'd day, be pouring the water the and see how he's Yeah, at the, at the end of the day, look, <laughs> he just needs to sack up, front the media, um, and and just fucking take it on the chin, mate. Wear it, you know. At least Eddie, he's a lot of things, but he, he's not a, he's not afraid to get in front of the media and. And tell him how he feels, man. You know? I mean, Hamish just needs to say sorry. Like they were trying to get him to say sorry, if, like yeah, the questions, he, but he never said it. If he said sorry, no. if he just got up there and said, "Look, we did this. It didn't work. I'm sorry." And I actually, if he said that, and I want to stick around to fix it, and this is how I want to fix it. Fuck, I wouldn't give. I wouldn't have to. We wouldn't have to waterboard him or pluck his fingernails. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like if he just said that, then I'd let him go. You know what I mean? If he came and said, "Sorry, this is my plan. Give me a chance," then fuck, it, fair enough. We'll put the car battery back in the car. <laughs> no, I, I reckon. I reckon if I was him, just don't apologise and just say, "Yeah, I made the calls. Um, I stuffed up, and I'm not going anywhere." <laughs> That's pretty much what he did. He's like, "Look what I've done. Look what I've done. Yeah. We've got the World yeah. Cups coming. Nah. We paid the women, kind of." That's what he says in this interview. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, well. We, we found some fucking spare change in the ashtray and we thought we'd give it to the girls. <laughs> oh, oh, <man. laughs> All right. Honestly, um, it's absolute chump change what he's given. Well, he's building, building. Well, we'll see if he uh, he actually gets the sack or if he, um, you know, at least apologise, at least. That's all we want. Something to make us Disclai- feel a better. Disca- disclaimer as well. No, I'm not inciting uh, anyone to do anything yeah. silly. Yeah. Um, look, um, yeah. Yeah, with everything that's going on in the world, I, I think you know he might even need a little hug. Yeah, but um, he definitely needs to answer some questions. Yeah, yeah, especially like uh, we had to answer some questions after leaving Johnny's jokes in the podcast last week. I just went and why and what and why is he um he's, why is he just getting back from France now? <laughs> yeah, the World Cup finished a month ago. Yeah, they, apparently they went way over budget. I'm so full. I'm, I'm so full of all these fucking baguettes and caviar because we've been spending so much money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not looking good. They went way over budget. Intolerant by the time he got back. Um, anyways, oh yeah, my uh, thank you, Tony. I'll switch it up. Uh, my thank you, Tony, is for. You know, I've been calling out for people to jump online, keep the lights on here at Pack HQ, um, and yeah, a few people have jumped on and uh, bought some tea. So thank you to you guys. Thank you, Tony. Uh, we're live for another week, um, but yeah, <laughs> thanks everyone for supporting. Thanks for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, give it a bit of a like, um, and yeah, thanks for your support, guys. And also, I wanted to thank, uh, I know Ironside went over to their event on the weekend, but I wouldn't thank the Budgie Smuggler. They were our first, they were the first ones to jump on board and back us. Uh, they reached out to us. We didn't reach out to anyone. We still haven't reached out to anyone. But they were the first one to reach out to us and uh, jump on board. So thanks to those guys. Um, and make sure you keep supporting them. Speaking of Hamish, let's go to Scrams of the Week or Scrams Memory. Who's your Scrams, guys? My Scrams is... Um is this guy who's arguing with me how shit pack podcast is on TikTok, <laughs> but not not realizing that it's me and that he's just arguing with someone that's actually on the podcast. And, and could, mate, to be honest with you, I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> yeah, I've seen uh, his comment. Like, hey, <laughs> and then Frenny's like, <laughs> like, yeah, YKTR's, so bad, eh? <laughs> 
why KTR is better than this because they get paid. So, <laughs> oh, oh, you got me. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah man, me and Fred, you got to wake up in the morning getting the tools. Do you think fucking, <laughs> I've spent it five minutes prepping for this podcast? I wonder why. I, I've, I haven't spent one minute. Do you know what I mean? The last few clips have been uh, getting under the skin of the Saffirs, even when Freeney was going for the Saffirs. But just because you were complaining about the ref, they all thought that we were a bunch of Kiwis. And, uh, yeah, a lot yeah. of the Saffirs were in the um, comments calling us salty. So um, oh, how, funny, how, how funny is it the Kiwis just absolutely into us too about that um, when I said uh, that the yeah. 2015 or 11 team is the worst Oh, ever. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was a joke, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. I go to the Wallabies, mate. We've been shit for years. Yeah. <laughs> I got three of my uncles were messaging me about that, and uh, they'll send it through the text messages after, and they were fucking ripping into you, bloke. So I could, but they also ripped into me because they couldn't believe I was defending New Zealand. So that's yeah, that's a scram in itself. <laughs> yeah. what, what were you, what were your uncles saying? Oh, gee, Alex, gee, what the fuck are these guys saying <laughs> on the podcast now? <laughs> Oh, oh, you know, your auntie's actually New Zealand. me and she said to me, because <laughs> <laughs> my auntie, we were down at the dairy. <laughs> oh, what? You, you realise your dad was the best goalkeeper in the whole of the black fans? <laughs> oh, the whole of the world. He's the best goalkeeper in the whole of Otara. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Oh fuck! Oh, he's gonna hate me. Okay, I'm your scrams. I've got like a really fucking shit. This might be a bit Dave-like scram, but um, like as of late, the Sydney wet, the Sydney weather has been a bit of a scram. It'll be like 30 degrees all Monday to Friday, and then the weekend will come around and it'll fucking rain or be shit weather and windy. So. Fuck, I don't know who's controlling the weather up there with their, um, what's, chemtrails, but can we fucking have a bit of nice weather on the fucking weekends? Yes, cheers. Well, that's what they call New South Wales, not the Sunshine State, do they? (laughs) (laughs) Freddie's on fire. (laughs) Who's living in the best manly now? (laughs) (laughs) Can you even swim in your toxic lake at Manly or not? It just burns your eyes. the water at Manly in oh, Queensland? It's a, it's a complete ecosystem, mate. There is dolphins. There is, you know, you name it, man. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just swim in my new massive pool. <laughs> you fucks. All right, uh, my scrams. Uh, school holidays coming up, and my scrams is a flashback. My scrams is uh, my school holidays back in the days, or even the weekends. Uh, I loved school so much because I didn't have to go into slave labour uh, on school holidays. I know you guys probably went on family holidays to overseas or holiday resorts the or something. The best ones. The best ones. Yeah, huh. meanwhile, me and Saki were cutting onions out in Griffith, school holidays in Griffith, down in Mildura, picking oranges. Um, yeah, so... Shout out to all the Islander kids or even any older kids that are going to the picking fruit during their school holidays to pay for their school fees. So, uh, oh, mate, you're carrying on a bit, you know. You're carrying on a bit. What about all those poor, poor farmers that go from, uh, you know, Nudgee to their farm on the school holidays? You know what I mean? They're doing hard work too, mate. And here you are. Well, milking living, cows, yeah. mate. Living a privileged life. In Brisbane, <laughs> they got to t- No, I was in Goodna. They, I wouldn't call privileged life in Goodna. <laughs> Far from Brisbane, if you know. 
Yeah, those poor nut, yeah. those poor those poor, those poor nudgy kids had to tell you what row of apples to pick. So that's why, like those poor. <laughs> yeah, have you ever thought? Have, have you ever thought about? But to be fair, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what about um? I must be kind of part Tommy then, because we did we, we did go on nice holidays every now and then. But I was in the U. My grandpa, from about the age of five, would chuck me in the U. I reckon yeah, I could change tap change the scaffold right down. properly. <laughs> scaffold. <laughs> I was a wrecking scaffold since I was a wee lad. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck it out. Must be nice, boy. Hey, um, Oh, sorry, how's Sione whinging about these holidays when he was sitting under the umbrella? No, Saka was doing all these. Saka's talking shit, mate. Fuck. Her, her bolts are tired, bolts. Speaking of Saka, would have to go sit under the umbrella. You fucking K tree. Speaking of scrams, uh, my dad was. Oh. A, whisper, my dad was a scrams back then. He'd drop us off um, if it was on the weekends. <laughs> We'd, um, we had a farm out in uh, Caboolture, out in Wamaran, and we'd, me and my brother were just um, taking care of the sweet potatoes and all the taros and stuff that we used to sell to um, fruit shops and stuff. And my dad would come, and we thought he was going to help us. He'd drop us off and he goes, oh, well, what do you guys want for um, lunch? You guys want um, a topsy? It was like an ice block or you want some chicken? And then he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. We said what we want for lunch. Then uh, expect for him to come back shortly. He didn't come back. He came back at the end of the day to pick us up when the sun went down. So... I dare say that uh, it really was when you ran. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Urban country, mate. <laughs> anyway, yeah, well, this is um, the bringing back some painful memories, but that, yeah, that was my scrams. My childhood was the scrams. Uh, but yeah, grateful. <laughs> yeah, hashtag grateful, bro. <laughs> All right, God's uh, plan. We've uh, changed up uh, Tony's top five into just a Tony's topic for the week, and it's rugby maths. Uh, out on TikTok, girl maths and boy maths has gone viral. A uh, bit of an example, girl maths is if you pay for something with in cash, then it's free because your account's not going down. Um, but we've put to our followers what rugby maths is to explain what rugby maths is. I've got a heap here, but do you boys have any uh, examples of rugby maths? Um, yeah, I've got one. Um, I don't know if you, you did it during the week when you've had a game coming up, but uh, working out that if I'm playing Manly this week, but we beat Ramwick by 20, but Manly lost to Ramwick by 10, then you should beat Manly by 30. Yeah, yeah. That's so, the, oh, it's going to be an easy game. It's, it's going to be an easy game because of that. Yeah. So that's a bit. And I've also got counting conversions if you lose by only a couple, i.e. the Shoot Shield Grand Final. <laughs> I just uh, my rugby match really is just to throw heckle out and just see who bites first and then chip away at his his uh, inner self worth and um, and and, and just his mental state really Um, that's sort of my rugby match you know one plus one I don't think that. I don't on. think that. That's uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, we'll go through these ones sent in. Russ went on. Oh. Russ went Ron, wild Ron, on, on a lot of these. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just maths <laughs> in your head. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, we got semi-pro maths. That's psychological warfare. 
Yeah. Yeah, emotional terrorism. (laughs) Uh, First one is semi-pro maths (laughs) is when the rugby contract includes flights, but they tell you to book your flights yourself and they reimburse you on arrival, which means the money that you get back from the club on arrival uh, is free for you to, is free money for you to spend on your night out. Um, Rugby maths is when you used to play schoolboys rugby against anyone who eventually went pro, uh, which means that you're of pro standard. Basically, my life, yep. Uh, rugby maths is, is leaving your socks in your kit bag all season so you never have to wash them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a bit hoary. Uh, rugby maths is helping coach pack up the field after training in order to get into the starting team. Wow, you must be fucking hard up if that's happening. <laughs> Rugby maths is when you become an instant. <laughs> oh, well, this one's. Rugby maths is when you become an instant virgin again after changing clubs because you've slept with everyone at your old club and they've clocked on that you're a scrams. Yep. Then you have to start working on the other clubs. Oh, I mean, is that? What? You know, According didn't from experience, man. <laughs> uh, rugby maths. <laughs> rugby maths is Nathan Russell being slower and weighing more than the North's forward pack, but playing in the centres. <laughs> no, I actually backed uh, Russell he, <laughs> on the uh, wing. He had a good. He had a good season. Yeah, he did actually. Shout out to Declan Carroll for sending that one in. Um, rugby maths is when flank- <laughs> rugby maths is when flankers don't push in the scrum, but then blow up at their props for getting dusted in the scrum. Shout yeah, out, true. Fonty. Uh, rugby maths is next try wins. Rugby. I'll math- go to rugby maths. Yeah. Uh, rugby maths. When you're retired for four years, you get the bat signal to come back, and the opposition scrum still shit. <laughs> Shout out to brothers. <laughs> <laughs> nice friend. You always seem to make it about yourself all the time. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah, um, percent. Rugby maths is when the outcome of the okay prop maths. He said prop maths is when the outcome of the game doesn't isn't dependent on the score, but on who we won the. Uh, the scrum battle. I think that's all, like all props. Well, 100%, yeah. <laughs> rugby maths is when backs get annoyed about having too many scrums, but the scrums are all from the back line not being able to execute first phase ball. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> that's uh, so true. Rugby maths is having only played lock, but putting can cover six and eight on your CV. <laughs> Uh, rugby maths is being Islander and playing. That's the other other, other way around. The other way around is if you're above six foot and playing the forwards, you can play second row according to any coach ever. Yeah, I did yeah. that on my CV. I did all one, two, eight. <laughs> me, me too, actually. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, rugby maths is Islanders playing Colts until they're thirty. Well, that's a bit racist. <laughs> <laughs> rugby maths is researching which team has the hottest rug bays before signing up. Is it JT? <laughs> oh, well, it's meant to be anonymous. <laughs> uh, rugby maths is paying for all the. Uh, rugby maths is paying for all the Aussie Sevens girls' drinks, but not paying for your miso's dinner. <laughs> JT again. Uh, <laughs> rugby maths is when you play fourth grade and your subs and new boots cost more than your car. <laughs> rugby maths is putting a big hit on then thinking Fuck. it makes up for your 10 knock-ons and 20 missed tackles and future who's <laughs> uh, rugby maths is when the matches <laughs> special. rugby maths is when your matches are zero dollars but you withdraw three hundred dollars every game day because you've earned it <laughs> uh, last three 
Rugby maths is when you're the second string halfback for South Africa and still can't get it into the game day 23. <laughs> oh, that's pretty rough, isn't it? Uh, rugby maths is when you're down by six points, so you kick for the corner, but your hooker throws it sideways. And last one, rugby maths is when you play for uni, so it means you can act like you studied at uni. Shout out to Falau <laughs> <laughs> Um If you have any, if you're listening and you have any rugby maths, put it down in the comments, um, and uh, yeah, we'll read it never. Okay, questions and confessions. We've only got two questions. First one is a question for Ironside. Why did Einstein, Einstein, why did Einstein start biting his lip when Dave Vare bought a packed tea for him on Saturday? Question from Russ. Um, just because it was nice to finally be a part of something that I've really, you know, wanted to be for a long time. And um, it's got a bit emotional and I realised as soon as I put it on, I was hot as fuck. And then I let um, Charlie Gamble put it on and I immediately oh, felt mate. like I looked like shit because then I put it back on and looked terrific. It looked like a tall team on both of you. Charlie Gamble is a dreamboat. Yeah, he's beautiful. I um, I was heavy pissed at one point, so I called him Charlie Gamble. I I started calling him Charlie Gambino, um, which is, I reckon, a good nickname for him. Uh, Charlie Gamble, Childish Gambino, Charlie Gambino. That's uh, how he'll be known as. I'm pretty sure that's his Instagram handle as well, so um, he's already... You've been using it. Maybe that's why my brain has went there. Chaz Gambino. You dumb dog. <laughs> All right. I saw you. Yeah, just cut that out, mate. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Last question. <laughs> yeah, get it. <laughs> last question, then I've kind of uh, given you guys a warning. Uh, let's see who's done their homework. Uh, the question is, if they scrapped the state team format for Super Rugby and you were in charge of starting... Yeah or bringing in a team in t- from Australia, where would you locate the team? What would the team be called? Who would be your marquee signings? And uh, what would you do differently to what they're already doing now for game day experience? Um, GPS Rugby Brisbane, I and, my, I I would get, and I'd get Natsumak from France. He's currently showing interest in Super Rugby. Um, yeah, there we go. Do you I just would. build a stadium there or play at Suncorp? Uh, build a stadium with Jeeps. <laughs> It's easy as that. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I went into a little bit more detail than our friend Ryan there. Yeah. Um, called the I couldn't come up with a good name, so they just called the Sydney Shields because it's uh, based in Sydney. Cheers. Um, Viking. Or well, Viking. Admit, you know, admit. like the Vikings. Um, <laughs> admit. Admit. <laughs> the Sydney admits. You know the Vikings in um, the Minnesota Vikings NFL that type of style. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Marquee signings: uh, Artie Sa- Artie Savia, Finn Russell, um, Sia Khaleesi, and um, we're coached by Stephen Larkham. Um, the board members is made up entirely of the G broadcast, including the professor. <laughs> the ground uh, is the North Sydney Oval, the, the North Sydney Oval turf, um, based at Rat Park with the East Clubhouse in the middle of Manly. So just combining oh, four. That's, that's good. That's good. That's that. good. <laughs> Well, Sydney Uni just go fuck themselves. Um, uh, we'll go, yeah, fuck them. And we got tailgates like the NFL. So um, that's the. I don't know how you could tailgate in Manly. There's no parking. You can barely park my fucking car around here. But anyway, um, and then every week you have the sto- you have a schoolboy cup, um, which is like all the public schools, private schools, like a knockout cup into under twenties game, into women's fifteen, into the main game. Yeah. Um, 
clubhouse on the side of the pitch, and then halftime. I've even thought of halftime entertainment. It mascot racing, and um, you know, I love when the kids. Foot, I love the kids footy, but kids footy with live commentary. So, got to find out what the kids um, under seven oh, yes. game is, oh. and you get the commentary of the under sevens game at halftime. <laughs> That's pretty. And then I've got, I've got. Hey, I'm, I'm ready to go here. I told you. I told you. Um, you've got to have eight players under 22 on 50k contracts so that they don't have to work. I don't know who's investing, by the way. Just have a bit of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Twiggy. Twiggy Forrester. You have, you, have to have four, you, have, you have to have four contracted payers from Pacific Nations eligible to play for like Tonga, Fiji, Samoa, yep. all them. Um, you, can't ha- you can have a maximum of six foreigners, not including Pacifica. You can have one marquee signing that's not in the um, in the like salary cap, and then that t- then the winner of that comp plays in like a world club champs. So like the Sydney uh, Shields would play against like Toulon or something yeah. like that at the end of the year, so you could yeah, see who the best club team was. Cheers. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's good, man. That's really good. So I'm done. I was ready. I was ready. My, co- my coach is Rassier Matt Rassmus, and that's all I else. So, um, but yeah, that's He's good. just making <laughs> it up on the spot. <laughs> Um, yeah, I had. I think um, you could almost copy and pa- copy and paste that. Yeah, and do it for the Waratahs anyway, but they won't do it. I had it. I had they'll, a similar. They'll to just Freeney. sign some other dude with a fucking hyphenated name. <laughs> no one's ever heard of. <laughs> I went similar. I went similar way to Freeney because they've already got a, a following. I've gone with Eastern Suburbs though down in Sydney, and I've gone for them to partner up with the Sydney Roosters because um, they're also Eastern Suburbs. So they got like a bit of a partnership, so players can go between uh, both clubs. Well, it's only one, but kind of join the club. Um, this will never happen, but yeah, this question. But the, if they had that, uh, and they'll play all the club games, all the home games at uh, Allianz Stadium, so all the grades would start playing from whatever, not on the main field, only have the main, like <coughs> Colts 1 and uh, Reggie's and the women's on before the main game. Um, and that way they could get the following from the Roosters, get the following from Eastern Suburbs, bring it all together. Um, marquee signings uh, they've already got Charlie Gamble there but I've gone Jesse Creel I'm going all those um, all the hotties uh, I don't know if you guys used to do that on your rosters back in um, Rugby 08 or playing Madden or playing uh, football but I used to get all the uh, marketable players similar to oh, what yeah, Paris you just get the ones that were good not the ones that you wanted to fuck mate <laughs> <laughs> well you find a good happy medium mate you find a good happy medium so then you got all the influencer chicks on one end trying to bring it all up mate like uh, LA Rams do in their new stadium so um, none of this is ever going to happen but let's hope that they do something to uh, spice up Super Rugby next year um, it's good to see Lee Halfpenny over and um, a few of the boys from Aussie heading over to Minor, which I think they'll announce today. It'd be cool to see a few more people like Lee Halfpenny, if, like that type of calibre player, come over a bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. When know, in their I prime. feel like I think, it's time to, I think it's time to open it up. It'd be cool if they... It'd be, you know, that marquee signing rule would be awesome if you could get... Imagine if you could get like a DuPont or even... I know we just mentioned it, but like Khaleesi playing for... Like the Reds or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, surely, that's what I mean. And then surely, there's enough, it, surely there's enough that's money. My, that's what I've always been saying is basically just open it up to everyone. And I you think just, you know, like Moanga play for the Reds or Waratahs yeah. or whatever. I think one and, thing know, they just, should just add is a, a club, a world club 
like every second year between World Cups, have a World Club sort of competition. Yeah, yeah. So who's the best club in the world? So then yeah, super clubs sick. can play French rugby clubs, but we just have to work out um, between their calendars. Um, but that'll be pretty awesome to see. Well, they have to start paying Australian club players. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick to see because like, I feel like you can never you can never gauge. Sometimes, like you watch some of that French stuff, or like yeah. I even want to watch like Edinburgh play Glasgow at um, New Year's and stuff like that. And I was like, what? After watching some Waratahs games, I was like, fuck, they don't actually seem that much better. Like yeah. sometimes it's something a bit worse. So it'd be cool to actually. Yeah. Maybe it would give us perspective on maybe Super Rugby's not as bad as you think when you play against maybe some of those teams. Yeah, so, yeah I agree. Yeah. All right, once again, we've um, fixed rugby. Um, so trademark everything we've just said. But uh, before we uh, end, shout-outs, boys. Who's your shout-out? Uh, big shout-out to my boy Joe. It's his bucks this weekend. Um, ready to go again. Brains just started a heel two days back into it. Um, big bucks this weekend, so RIP my liver again. Let's go. Let's go. Um, shout out to Big Molly making his Red State boo on the weekend. Um, he's our, you know, like it could have been me, but whatever. Um, congratulations, <laughs> Moll. <laughs> no, how good though, eh? Nah, that was good to see. Yeah, good um, on him. And also shout to the Reds. They did really well. Uh, young team. Uh, really happy with... Uh, who's the guy that you like, friends, at 10? Um, Harry McLaughlin Phillips. Yeah, uh, Harry McLaughlin Phillips. HMP. And, and big uh, JB, John Bright, at number seven. He looks good. He looks good. Um, Mate, but my shout out... HMP HMP is going to be in the Wallabies next year. I'll give him two years. No, he's good enough, man. All right, my shout-out is actually to another Pack Pathways uh, playing at Ballymore this week. It is uh, Paul Etty Slater. Uh, I ruined his last memories at uh, Ballymore when we lost the semi to Sunnybank. Um, but hopefully this weekend uh, you have better memories over at uh, the new Ballymore. And also shout-out to the Aussie Sevens <laughs> men and women uh, this weekend. They've gone all out. The Kiwis have bought development teams, um, but the Aussies are going all out, getting ready for Dubai next month. Um, so good luck to everyone, and uh, get out to Ballymore and support your nation, or just support Polly. Polly. All right, uh, Ben Tune. Follow. Ben Tune. If you want to listen to the Ben Tune, head over to Spotify or any of the audio streaming. We'll no longer put it on uh, YouTube before we get kicked off YouTube for copyright. But our Ben Tune, uh, I've just picked it now, is. Boys Home by Dylan Moore. Yeah, here's to the boys back home Drinking Duro beers on a Friday night Thank you for listening, yeah, boys. Thanks for calling in. We'll see you next week. Dave, hope you're doing well. And uh, make sure you like and subscribe. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, boys. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, to the ones keeping that dirt on their car hard Yeah, heading down to the bank to cash that work car to the one first and that needle in the red in a diesel they might Fire in the belly.